This is Living It Up, a refreshing daily podcast to help you get excited about beginning each day or your entire life all over again, only this time with the loving God at the center. We hope you'll experience joy from listening and find yourself laughing and living it up all the way to beginning again. For more teaching and encouragement from the Neals, visit their website at livingitup.org. Now, here's Scott and Teresa. Hey everybody, this is Tuesday, actually Testimony Tuesday. It is our first one, yeah. woohoo, woohoo. Uh, we talked about is... it and talked about it and we want our listeners to know we really don't lie. Uh, we don't. We've had a lot of things to deal with. We have. And uh, oh yeah, by the way, this is October the 14th <laughs> and this is Living It Up While Beginning Again. Yeah, I forgot who we were. Yeah, my name is Scott, <laughs> along with my lovely wife, Teresa, and our special guest today is Amy Isham. <laughs> and uh, honey, why don't you kind of... Introducing to everybody. Well, as Scott's already mentioned, we've been so excited about Testimony Tuesday because our our ministry is all about beginning again. And we have an awesome mentoring program, and Amy is part of that. And the change that the Lord has done in Amy is not only uh, internal, but it's so obvious on the outside. And Mm -hmm. we felt like it was just so fitting because... Everybody loves to see change. We hear about change, but when you can actually see the change, it's just more more obvious of, of God's presence. It is. And she, she agreed to share her story, and uh, we've prayed about this and cried about this and talked about this and waited, and I just said before we went on the air, I can't believe it's actually here. So this is really geared towards single gals. Um, yeah. Everyone is welcome to stay tuned. But that's uh, marketing 101, know who your audience is. Hey, guys, if you're single, you need to be listening to this, not turning this podcast off. Oh, good point. uh, But, you know, everyone has their story. Mm -hmm. Everyone has their testimony. Our Lord and Savior Jesus had his own testimony. And so we're just privileged and honored to be hearing Amy's today. We are. And so we're just going to get right into it. Okay, Amy, let me start at the top. Okay. God's a God of order, and that helps us with our overthinking, doesn't it? Uh, yes, it does. Okay. <laughs> Briefly, I'm just going to just tell people how we met. Amy was literally dropped at my doorstep. I mean, you hear that phrase. Well, mm-hmm. she literally was. Uh, Scott and I were having a gathering at our house, and it was for our church, and it's called we call them life groups, um, home teams, whatever the case may be. She happened to come that night looking for a new home team and um it was just so funny i had i had a house full of people and 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 here was this gal that walked in i never had seen before and she was just kept following me around the house wanting to talk to me just you know just (laughs) i saw desperation i saw someone who was just so open to answers and was wanting answers um and I kept telling her, I would love to talk to you, but, you know, I have a house full of people right now. So if, if you're really serious about, you know, um, somebody listening to you, stick around after it's over. Well, she did, which to me was more evidence that she was serious about something. And so, long story short, we began to visit. And um, Amy did not like the way her life was going. She was single. Um, is still single, never been married. Um, life just kind of passed her by. It seemed like she kind of fell through the cracks. And I, I really related to that because I went through some stuff in my life. And until I came out of it, I felt like my life was passing me by people were moving on and I was stuck. So that was an instant, instant connection. She was willing and serious about facing what was wrong with her life and addressing 
and dealing with uncomfortable thoughts Mm -hmm. and feelings that she was running from. And I know there's people listening, honey. Um, You know, we all have stuff that goes on inside of us and you just push it down. You just don't deal with it. You walk into a room and you just don't even know what's going on. You're not present because you're so into you. When it turns into depression and that's just anger inward. That's right. And so uh, that's that's where Amy was. And um, that's not where Amy is anymore, which you're going to find out here shortly. Yeah. And so what that looked like, we'll get into. So her being entrenched in other people's life was basically what it had boiled down to. And hers was just passing her by. And the result of the life that she was leading was a life with dashed dreams. And her walking around with an insatiable void, which she's come to understand that that void was really for a loving Heavenly Father. So, Miss Amy, having said all that, let's let's just start here. Let's we just segue right into our Heavenly Father. What caused you to give up on God? Um, there was uh, no one in my life to show um, to show me um, that there was a reason to follow Him. Mm. Um, I had heard about Him, but didn't know. Um, didn't have. A, didn't know. I didn't know about. It. I knew about him, but I didn't really know him, and I didn't have um, hope of him um, during that time. Mm-hmm. Well, Scott, you can relate to to that in some yeah. regards, and um, I think that's what, that was another reason that we were divinely connected to you because we both understood you on two different levels. And uh-huh. once you came to know, you know, your heavenly Father, that changed everything for you too. Yeah, so I can see that name in. Honey, you're starting this early. Yeah, no, but you know it's a, uh, it's pretty uh, pretty emotional when you see someone transformed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Take a look on so. your phone or your or your computer, and uh, there's nothing to say except look. That is the grace of God, Amy. You're a trophy of grace. Yeah, it's a miracle, you know, that how God can work in all of our lives, mm-hmm. and. Um, you know, Amy, I mean, what, you know, just tell us, uh, I mean, what, what do you feel like was, what was wrong with your life? Well, um, what I did was I was experiencing sanity from doing the same thing over and over again, mm. and it wasn't working. Um, and so when I kept trying to get new ideas of what to do, and obviously those did not work, yeah. um, I had to deal with um, obsessive thinking, pride, fear, um, shame from never being married, mm-hmm. no children, mm-hmm. um, and then lack of contentment, um, and feeling, <laughs> and feeling, um, you know, inadequately and, you know, lack of acceptance and no confidence. Um, yeah. my goodness. Yeah. All of those. <laughs> wow. No wonder you felt defeated. You thought you were, but right. you, but that was what the lie that the enemy wanted you to believe. Well, there's one more thing that you've uh, we've discovered about you. Um, you had another shame about something else that um, that's a handicap of yours. Mm-hmm. What is that? Um, I uh, I wear uh, which we don't think is a handicap. Okay, mm-hmm. so we're not talking that speaking that over you. Okay, but at that time, you thought it was shame and it was a handicap. So right. what is that? Um, I wear hearing aids. Um, okay. And both of my ears, um, I had uh, when I was growing up, I had uh, I had hearing problems, um, 
and so which caused me to wear hearing aids. Well, I had told yeah. Scott when we began to work together, I said, she listens so intently. <laughs> well, she really looks at me, man. Yeah, you know? I, I said, she's like a dead stare. I said, she's so into this. I read lips. <laughs> <laughs> I know it wasn't me that she was so, I was like, so I just kind of let it go until one day after we built enough trust up, you told me. And I said, what, what, why, why didn't you tell me before now? And you said, well, you actually said I didn't want you to think bad of me i was afraid that yeah. you know you might not want to see me again i was so get out of my house you know? stirred by that <laughs> and what was my response to you amy if, if there are people in your life that don't want to have anything to do with you because of that you don't need them in your life that's right, that's right. and so once you were free from that there was nothing left to do but shout right and that's what you really uh understood that what people that cared about you um should look like and it, what i wasn't saying that it was me but those that you experienced in the past that po possibly did do that they weren't your friends that's right you know that was all not that was all conditional and you we want to love you unconditionally that's why we all want to be loved that's the way jesus loves right and you know do you think that that hearing aids um kept you in a sick place oh yeah um definitely it kept me in a um you know, there were times I got um, depressed, um, and I was I would always try to hide them with my, my hair, um, yeah. so I didn't want anybody to know. Um, so I, I wasn't accepting it myself. Well, that was a secret, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was a secret that um, just kind of hindered me um, for many years. Well, I've, yeah. I've kind of coined my own Teresaism. And I like, I like to just turn that and say, you know, sometimes we're as single as our secrets. Or maybe yeah. we're single because of our secrets. Right, That's exactly. Right. Mm -hmm. And one thing we found out, I mean, uh, when Teresa and I first started dating, I mean, the second date we had, I sat down with her and spoke to her for several hours about my past. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because I didn't want to seek any secrets in our relationship. If this, if this relationship was going to go on, she was going to accept me for who I was. And so that's why uh, you coming out with this is so freeing. Right. You know? So, uh, you know, I mean, what caused you to give God a try, Amy? I mean, you really and truly, I mean, you heard about him all your life, but you never really gave him a chance. What was the key? Um... The key for me was I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. <laughs> yeah. um, and I wanted to um, do something better for my life. Yeah. You know, so that's what caused me to do that. Wanting to give God another try. I was just sick, you know. Yeah. Well, you're open to change. Right. You know, and so God was working in you, you know, even though you didn't really realize that at the time. Right. But as you were going through this mentoring process mm -hmm. uh, with Teresa, God revealed to you, started revealing things to you. Right. You know, so. And one thing you know. he, he brought, we brought to your attention during that time was what it says in 1 Peter 5 and 8, that the enemy is out to kill, steal, and destroy everything that God has for us. Mm -hmm. And he, he's taken a lot from you, Amy. And, but the, the Bible also says that the Lord will repay back all that the enemy has stolen 
and all the years that the locusts have eaten. And that's what you're experiencing now, but we didn't want to get ahead of the story. But you, but during this time of transition, you realized how real the devil is. It, it says he's like a roaring lion just seeking who he can devour. That's right. right. And you stu- finally have begun to stand your ground and recognize him when he comes along. And he was using all of these things to keep you from reach, walking that your destiny and for all your dreams to come true. And then you right. started fighting back. Right? Yes, I That's started good. putting on my boxing gloves. <laughs> if anyone her. saw Amy, she's 4'8", so don't get real scared or anything when she says that. So. Hey, <laughs> I, I am actually 4'10 with heels. 4'10 okay. with heels, okay. okay. That's okay. good. Well, and I, and that too was, an, was another thing, I think, because of, of your, your uh, ch- challenge in Hive Like Me, then um, people can tr- can treat you like a little girl. And so with all of this, then you can kind of start to begin to see yourself like that. Right. Yeah. So the you're like this onion, and all the layers begin to come off. And, right. and you're in there. You started to emerge. But like we had said, you just need to get in that cocoon for a while. Talk yeah. about that. Well, I mean, the cocoon, uh, it's I describe it as um, just a... Uh, taking care of me you know i had to but when but when could you have a better time to do that than when you're single right now right exactly um and that cocoon process is um it was just um just pressing into the lord and finding out um finding out who i was you know um and you know, realizing that I also had bad, I also needed to work on myself. Mm-hmm. And there were things that I didn't like about myself that I knew that I needed to work on. And what better opportunity to do that than while you're single? Because you don't want to do that when um, when you're with somebody mm-hmm. because it's just, it's just chaotic. Yeah, that's right. You know? And I want to address the whole thing about being single, just a sidebar. All you t- tall people can just, just bear with this for just a second. Don't you get tired of people backing into you in the store? <laughs> hey, not yes, in I the do. car. Not in the car, in the store. Yes, I'm like, can you not see me here? I just don't understand. <laughs> Hello? Can you, can you not see me? Yeah. I'm right behind you. <laughs> yeah, so we, we just, we want y'all sympathy. Right. <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to, we got to make this kind of a light here. There we go. <laughs> but anyway, I know you've already, you already talked about your rock bottom, but, you know, you had already told me, you know, what have I got to lose? Yeah. Right. Now, and one of my, another one of my isms to you is what's the worst thing that can happen if you start taking care of yourself? Right. Exactly. So, so what happens is the enemy starts fighting back, right? Uh-huh. He, he, you know, he's not going to roll out a red carpet for us when we decide that we're going to allow God to change us. Right? Right. So exactly. you begin to see the opposition that you were starting to get when you were starting to let him have his way with you. Right. What was that like? Oh, it was, it was overwhelming. Um, I just started, um, you know, realizing that my faith could get me through any obstacle. And, you know, when you get down on your knees and start praying and the power of prayer um, is unbelievable. And so once I, once I started to realize that, then, um, you know, my faith skyrocketed, you know, tremendously. Well, you know, Amy, when you made up your mind that you were sick and tired of being sick and tired, like you've already said, that was your rock bottom. And so you discovered that we had a mentoring program. 
And so you prayed about it and didn't take long at all for you to make up your mind that this is something that you wanted to do because you told me that you were being, God was showing you different people in your life that now you could point to and go, yeah, I want what they got or what is it? How did you do that? And those were the things that I did when I made up my mind to get into recovery. Right. What I had done wasn't working, and it didn't work. And so I, the Lord just divinely connected me to people, and I just began to ask questions and in humility just say, tell me, you know, what you did and, and how you all overcame this. And I saw that in you. Right. And you were relentless in your pursuit of spiritual growth. Right. And I had not seen that in anybody else except, you know, from when I was there. So I think that was just another divine connection there that I could relate to you because you wanted to get well. Right. You wanted to have all that God had put into your heart. And you were willing to say, I'll, I'll do whatever you suggest. I'm, I'm willing to try. Right. And he moves on that. Right. He really does. You gave him, gave him something to work with. Right? Yes, ma'am. So what was driving you, Amy, to... To just pursue like you did is it because you were starting to sense change that you'd not had before with everything else that you were trying yeah i mean i was sensing i was sensing um that i needed a change in my life and um i was sensing i wanted to head in the right direction you know um and i knew that the only the only way that i wanted to do that was to get closer to my um heavenly father so I was willing, I was, I, was, um, I was thirsty for getting to know my Heavenly Father. God. And that's the type of thirst that um, it's hard to describe. And, and that was something that you learned through all right. this. That's right. what the void was. Right. It wasn't with another unhealthy relationship. It wasn't with all these things. It, it, that's what you were pursuing. That, that was an insatiable void that right. you had. Right. Anyone address that anyway? No, I mean, I just, you know, this ministry is, is called Living It Up While Beginning Again. And, and I think, you know, through the mentorship that Teresa took, has taken you through um, is truly the, the, the title of this ministry. Uh, it's about beginning again. It's never too late. That's right. You know, it's never too late to be married. It's never too late to have kids if you want to or adopt or whatever you want to do. It's never too late to live out your dreams that God has destined for you. Right. And beginning again, you've learned, happens every day. Right. Every single day. And so that's why your transformation is so awesome, is because you continuously want to begin again. Right. So, I mean, how do you... Well, I do want to bring this, yeah. this up because this is, this is just huge before we get into all the other things. There's one one thing that has to do with everything that we teach here and that you've experienced, and that's what it says in Romans 12, too. Mm-hmm. It says, Amy, do not conform to the pattern of this world, which you tried that. Right. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is. That's right. good, pleasing, and perfect will for your life. And you couldn't do that till you got this straightened out, pointing to my head. Until you got the thing between your ears straight now. Overthinking, yeah. yes. Well, and just knowing, you know, exactly what what that looked like. Right. So once you're, once God began to renew your mind, like he says, then you were able to understand and, and believe what his will is for your life. And, you know, we hear all the time, you know, 
people I've seen people run and I did it before run to, to this and, and run to that and, and it lasts for a while and then it wears off and then you go to this one thinking that this was going to work or that program or this and it, and it doesn't until you get your mind straightened out until you get your thinking straightened out that's when you're going to understand your life you're going to be able to hear God's voice and understand what his will is right right yes ma'am and that's where it all starts and that's what we're about is getting our minds renewed so we can know what god's will is for our life and stop the guesswork right exactly that you did that right i mean i realized that um you know my i was too busy you know trying to um help other people out that amy got lost Mm -hmm. you know amy got lost and on top of that i had overthinking And that, um, you know, it it was like almost like a, I was in this uh, swimming pool and um, I I couldn't get out of the water because I was drowning, Mm -hmm. you know, and I knew that rock bottom kind of felt like that to me, you know, like in a swimming pool where I just couldn't, I couldn't get up, Mm -hmm. you know, and so I realized that um, I wanted, I wanted out of that pool. Mm -hmm. I wanted to get up, Mm -hmm. you know, I wanted to be free. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and helping others, of course, is a, is a great thing. I mean, God tells us to do that. But when you do that to avoid working on yourself, then that's where the problem came, mm-hmm. you know. And so, um, you know, God brought a lot of internal changes to you. And uh, what were just maybe two of them, just for, for instance, that he brought? Oh, wow. Where do I start? <laughs> um, the uh, changes... Changes for me um, were uh, my uh, my prayer life turned into like conversation with him. Um, I would just like, oh, it was awesome. I would be in the car and I would just start having. It was like he was like right there beside me, and the conversations would just be like deep, um, and it's nothing that I've ever um, experienced before. And it continues to this day. So, I mean, that that to me was um, awesome. And also, once I started getting the overthinking um, out of the way, I started to recognize his voice. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you, did he bring you hope and peace? Uh, yes, he did. Yeah. Hope and peace tremendously. What about Absolutely. being comfortable in your own skin? Uh, yes, I, I, became, um, I became more comfortable in my own skin. And therefore, I started, you know, I just started blossoming like a flower. Well, see, because of all, this was what you were doing, Amy. This is what he tells us to do. You were obeying God. You were taking care of your relationship with him first. You were having, you were pursuing peace with God first. So you could have peace with yourself and then you could have peace with everybody else. We right. get it all out of order. And, and when I saw you obeying him like you were doing, there were times you didn't like me. All right, and I know that. That's that's putting it very mildly, I should say. <laughs> that's okay. But I would make suggestions. I can't tell you what to do, but you you not only would do them, but you would do more than was suggested, and that's the word suggested. And the more that you pressed in like that, the more you were obeying him. That's what you were doing. That's what nobody wants to do. Right. But when we want the blessings that God's promised us, we have to obey him. He's right. a good daddy. Right. And good daddies bless their children when they do what he asks them to do. 
Right. See, that's what you were experiencing. And the more you were obeying him, the more he was moving in you, and your desire to obey him kept getting stronger and stronger because this God was working. Right, exactly. You know? And, and I also saw you develop forgiveness, forgiveness for yourself and who else? Other people. Right, exactly. How did you begin to see them? Did you begin to see them in their own sick state or being able to give from, you know, they had nothing to give and just kind of understanding where other people are coming from and you didn't take it personal anymore? No, I mean, I started forgiving people um, because, um, you know, in the Bible, God talks about forgiveness, you know, and, but the main reason that I started forgiving um, is because, I started realizing that I wasn't perfect, you know, and once I started realizing that I wasn't perfect, I'm like, you know what, there was only one perfect person in this world, Mm -hmm. you know, and he was crucified. Mm -hmm. So once I realized that, I'm like, I started um, forgiving, you know, people and realizing that, you know, um, that people are, people are hurting, right, you know. And that, and um, what's the saying? Hurt people, hurt other people. That's right. And once I realized that, and that started clicking in my head, mm-hmm. I was like, "Whoa! I just I need to start forgiving." Yes. You know. They did the best they could. Right. right. Exactly. Sometimes we have to visualize people in a hospital bed. Right. And we we need to treat them with with care and compassion because they're not well, just like we weren't, just like we fight to stay well. Right. Exactly. And, and we can go relapse and go backwards really, really fast. You know, and so we gather these tools and in the mentoring that keep us move, keeps us moving forward. Right. Exactly. Did you have anything else you wanted to add to that? Um. No, I think you pretty much said it. I think we pretty much covered. Yeah, yeah but there's one thing though. There's one thing that uh-huh. you got really, really good at through this because you you tend to just jump out there. You have really learned to wait on God. Mm-hmm. What do you want to say about that? Well, I just want to say, (laughs) um, when you, you know, um, waiting on God is, um, once I started waiting on God, I started to, um, things started really happening, you know, um, and, uh, you know, I, I really saw, I really saw him working through me, you know, um, waiting is very important. A lot of people, I mean, a lot of people don't know how to do that, but if you wait on what God, on God, Mm then uh, you'll definitely, definitely see and hear um, what he, what he wants you to do and what he's saying to you. Well, you know? I've seen you grow and in, in, mm-hmm. in, in you're in your learning how to confirm things that are from him. You'll get an idea and then put it out there and pray about it and, and wait for him and wait now for him to tell you either way or not at all. Sometimes that's the answer. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> no, I was just, you know, you know, I mean, you're talking about what your life is like now. You know what I mean? And, you know, I mean, some things seemed impossible for you. It really did. And and it seems like that for all of us, doesn't it? Right. You know, um, but you've made some changes, you know, because through this mentorship program and and through your awesome life coach, you know, Teresa. Yeah, she is pretty and, uh, awesome. But you know, but how, but, but, awesome. Yeah. Well, I'm sitting right here. Yeah. Oh, okay. But, but how God really worked through her to get to you and... What changes have you made in your life? I mean, you know, I mean, because you've gone through this gradual progression, 
to where you, you looked at your internal mm-hmm. self and then you started looking towards your external as far as, you know, how you treat others and, you know, how you treat other people and things of that sort. You know, what changes have you made? That that has se- that seemed impossible before. That you, seemed impossible before you, know. you started, the, you know, this program. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> probably the, the biggest, um, you know, there's a lot. Um, uh, I have my, my hearing impairment. I have... Uh, now i have um embraced it Mm -hmm. um i'm teaching kids um to i'm teaching kids with the same problems that i have had and Mm -hmm. god's so faithful because he says he'll turn all things together for good that to those for those that love him and you love him don't you or yes i do and you think this is getting back at the enemy uh yeah i mean Mm -hmm. i i really do i mean it's taking something that i've had to deal with for the rest of my my life to make it a positive positive thing that he's um he just kind of put me on that path to use that you know so well and i pray that everyone hearing this podcast wherever you are in the world um, i pray that you understood what amy just said yes definitely i do too what honey because what she said was the problem i had whether she realizes she just said that or not she didn't say the problem that I have. You said it in past tense. You said it in past tense, and that's what it's all about. Our crew is is tearing up. Absolutely. I mean, you know, yes, what, 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 is, what does God tell us? The old is gone, the new has come, and, and that's what you have been experiencing, and that's what God teaches us every day. The beginning again is possible if we just trust in Him. I mean, you, you also, didn't you just, I mean, you just moved out of your parents' house, didn't you? Got you a pretty cool apartment. Uh, yes, I yeah. did. Um, in Ju- um, in July, July or June, one of the two. Um, I got I got a cute apartment, yeah. one bedroom apartment. Um, our, do- our dog Troy likes it. She's he stayed yes. with her for a week when we we're on He's, vacation, and so. she fed him by hand the whole time we were gone. And now he spoiled rotten. Anyway, except that way, but that's we were not going to go into that. Anyway, I had that, to the, forgive you, Amy. Yeah, that's I the had next, to do what I had to that's do. That's the next mentoring program we're going to go through. So how to treat dogs when you keep them from people. But anyway, uh, but, but you but know, once you moved out of your parents' house, uh, something happened. Yeah, what happened then? You uh, lost your uh-huh. job, right? Yeah, I lost my job, and then I turned around and got another job. Yeah, but, so. right. but, but, but how'd you past, react to it? Yeah, in the, in the past, you would have reacted to that instead of responding. Yeah, you would have gotten like, oh, no, you know. I, mean, I would have been stressed react? out. <laughs> um, I uh, Immediately when that happened, I just uh, I went to the Bible. I didn't see any other mm-hmm. way to do it. I just went to the Bible and started praying on my knees. And um, the next thing I knew, I was um, getting I I had job interviews. I had like two job interviews, and then man, the second one was the one that called me back. Mm-hmm. The one you really wanted. The one that I really yeah. wanted, actually. So. Because what was so crazy is there were indicators there that you might be losing your job. Right before you were starting to move, and I know some people in your life said, okay, um, what are you going to do? And you even had your, I think your parents uh, had said, we still think you should move. This is your time. Right. But everybody said, but it's your decision, Amy. This is between you and God. And mm-hmm. so you spent some time praying about that and came back and said, I'm doing this. Yeah, I, you know, I prayed about it and I was like, I'm, I'm doing it. This is my time. Mm-hmm. This is my time for my wings to fly, so to speak. <laughs> 
And you took off. You did. You flew up three flights of stairs. You see everybody trying to move up all these stairs on your stuff. Well, that last step's a booger. I've been meaning to talk to you about that. Well, that's how I get my exercise. Okay. Okay. That's cool. We're just glad you did it. Well, right. through this through this uh, this uh, year or so that you've been going through this transformation and this mentorship program, how did you seal it? I mean, your your love for Christ and you giving your life to Him. What did you recently do in order to seal that with Him? You wrapped it all up. What did you do? Oh, um, uh, this past summer, I got um, I got baptized. Yeah, awesome. Um, I got baptized and um, I, I totally um, gave my life to Him. That's awesome. Why not? Right. I was like, uh, that's going to seal the deal. <laughs> so I did it. And well, then, well, I'm sorry, go ahead. It was a really, a, a really moving experience It was. It was awesome. You. Why don't you just take us back to that, what that was like? Yeah. Well, um, uh, I'm probably going to start crying that's, here. That's what we want. <laughs> <laughs> because you're so good at describing it. It comes from your heart. Yeah. Right. Um, I... Uh, we did it at a, a friend's pool. We did. And um, see and, the picture there, everybody. Yeah, and Scott and Teresa. I asked them, um, you know, I, I asked them if they they would do it, and it was just uh, very important people that were there. Um, that, and I, I just, you know, the it was like the old Amy went into the water, but the new Amy came out. So it um, it sealed the deal, mm-hmm. um, and it uh, it made me even closer to what, God. What did you feel? What did I feel coming mm-hmm. up out of that water? Oh man, um, I felt like everything that I had worked so hard for this past year it it just kind of came to um, a great point, you know, mm-hmm. and that I I. Um, I was even closer to God than I can ever imagine, mm-hmm. you know. It was a beautiful time. It was It was beautiful. It was beautiful. And we're so honored to be yeah. a part of it. That's yes. Right. And we, I'm glad y'all were there. Absolutely. <laughs> Me too. And so, uh, you know, when you first started, uh, when you first met Teresa, mm-hmm. um, you were dating a man. Yeah, and I'm going to call him Mr. Robert Wrong. Okay. <laughs> And you were Mrs. Amy Wrong. Okay? That's right. <laughs> and so, uh, actually, he ended up being mentored also by just an outstanding life coach. Oh, uh, yes. Which would be he me. Was outstanding. <laughs> I'm joking. He's but, next, actually. Yeah, Stay tuned. Robert's up next week. But Robert um, went through this um, mentorship program with myself, and you're going through it with Teresa. And mm-hmm. you know, I actually separated for that period of time because you just realized, hey, you know, we don't know really you know what we want out of life and, and what's what's ahead of us and you know we need to work on ourselves Honey, they didn't even know each other's favorite color yeah and so yeah and so i remember we first asked you guys you know you have any baggage no not really and then we talked for a few minutes and you went well maybe we do have a little bit that was a wrong answer <laughs> yeah you said that and went okay uh, but anyway but now mm-hmm. we're going to call him mr robert wright that's right okay because you guys are now back together but you're renewed in the spirit mm-hmm. and you you have a it, it, i can just see this a more peace upon you guys kind of explain that you know to us oh wow where do i start he's actually sitting right I here i know anyway yeah. we, we, do, we do have to 
just say it was pretty amazing how y'all handled it. Yes. I mean, truly. It, I mean, was. it was. They y'all y'all did make sure you weren't in the same places at the same time for for a while, but then yeah. they handled it very uh, maturely. But more than that, with I mean, with 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 love for yeah. what was best for each other. It was awesome. Right. You know. I mean, three months after we started mentoring you guys, I mean, you know, y'all weren't together anymore. But I, I and Teresa were talking. I said they will be back together. Said you think so? I said, oh yeah. I said God's going to renew their hearts and tell them who they are—a child of the of the living God. Right. And then He's going to put them back together. And thank you, Lord, for for that happening. Yes, so, it's so yeah. awesome. Amen to, see. to that one. <laughs> yeah. Well. Tell I'll tell you, Amy, it's been good. Go ahead, Amy. I know, but, I, but as far go as... Ahead, Amy. Go ahead, Teresa. That's Amy. Um, as far as now you and Robert and in, in, uh, the time that you are spending together, how, how grateful are you that you took the time to work on your relationship with God first and mm-hmm. find out who you are? How, how, how has God opened you up, your eyes up to how, how unprepared you were for a serious relationship? Oh, wow. Um... You know, prior, you know, we, we, when we talk, we do like prior steps <laughs> and now. <laughs> P.S. Prior steps. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh-huh. Um, so now it's like we have, we know each other on a deeper level. Um, we, we know each other, uh, we know each other's um, not so good qualities mm-hmm. and uh, good qualities about each other. And um, we, when now it's like when we have a prayer, when we need each other to pray for each other, it just is like an open conversation. We just automatically do it, you know. Um, we were so like prior to doing this, we were so wrapped up in our in our um, you know addictions and stuff like that that there. we uh, we were always on the go, mm-hmm. um, always tired and stuff like that, and. Um, now it's like wow um today we we you know we were able to you know play a game and relax and just uh enjoy being with each other mm-hmm. you know um and that's so refreshing mm-hmm. getting to know each other yeah we're getting to know each other all over again yeah. well listen to that uh single girls out there single guys and even you married couples um you know some of you may have been married for a long time yeah. and you see maybe you've drifted apart um, this could be for you as well because uh, the first thing we need to do is to get in tune and in step with our or with our Savior. Mm-hmm. And if we do that, and you both do that, then He will prepare everything else for you. You don't have to do really anything right. except love Him, mm-hmm. and you want to get closer to Him. And, and uh, that was an obvious thing that both of you did. And because of that, um, God said, "You know what? I think you're ready." So we have a loving God, and he is definitely Mr. Right, you know. Yes, uh, he's not Jesus. Mr. Wrong anymore. <laughs> That's right. So, uh, well, honey, what, what are some takeaways? Here? Well, I want to move down to the final audience takeaways yeah. here, what we're wanting them to know from this. Um, maybe, if, as we always talked about when you were we were spending our time together every week, we just describe, you know, just, just get on that back branch of that tree, get in that cocoon. And stop trying to, you know, push your way and force your way out of it. It's like you're a moth in there and God's trying to make you into a butterfly. And he'll set you free when 
He's he's done with you were on the potter's wheel. You were in the oven baking. You know, that's what you, you needed to, you knew that you needed to do and let God have his way in your life. Right. Cuz there was never never a better time. So you had told me um, that there were some things that during that time you learned about yourself. You want to share what those are? Uh, yes. Um, I was comfortable um, being single. You finally got I, I finally there. got it. Mm-hmm. I finally got it. Um, it took me many years. Well, but, you, but you did. You said, I'd rather be single than be with the wrong, the wrong person. Right. So. Um, so I became, you know, comfortable. Um, and I started discovering my own interest. You know, um, I run. Um, I may not be like a, you know, a great runner, but I like to run and exercise a little bit. Trace and actually, actually her and I, you know, have done that a couple of times. And then, um, uh, you know, I uh, started preparing. I mean, you know, I started preparing for the desires of my heart. Mm -hmm. You know, I I knew what I wanted um, Mr. Wright to to be like, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, And God really showed you how much he loved you by sparing you. From, from ever, you know, taking that step and, and marrying the wrong person. Do you see how, I mean, how grateful you've told me that you are, how much oh, you yeah, saved I'm you from. Oh, yeah, I'm tremendously grateful. You've seen enough marriages around you fall apart. Right, exactly. Um, and I became even more grateful that he was um, teaching me how to, you know, be the wife that I was going to be someday, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, and I, during this time also, I started you know, I've told Teresa this. I've started wanting to be around um, married women mm-hmm. and women that have had kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was just thirsty for that. You know, I, I wanted to know, uh, you know, how they made it work. You know, that's humility. Right. I, I wanted to know how they made it work. And so I kind of got, you know, kind of got away from the single mm-hmm. thing and kind of wanting to know, you know, what made it work for for women that were married and we're not saying that it's that single gatherings are bad no it's no just, it not exactly it, you needed to go a different way for you for the plan god had for you right i mean obviously you know i had did that before and it wasn't working for me so i had to find something that was comfortable for me no i'm absolutely not telling people not to you know go to the the singles things or whatever at church but um it just wasn't working for me right. you know of course, I'm a little bit older, you know, so there you go. Well, would you say that you're excited about your future? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm truly excited, um, yeah. you know. Is it a relief to let God be God and you can stop being everybody's Savior? Uh, yes, it is. So I'm tremendously excited about the future yeah. and what God has in store for me. It's, it's, a, it's awesome when you take that off your shoulders and give it to Christ, isn't it? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and just for a sidebar, Amy, um, I think you might have had uh, some dinner tonight. Um, uh, yeah. Yes, and uh, and uh, actually, it was uh, my chicken enchilada recipe. Well, she's learning to cook. Yes, she's learning to one cook. Thing she wanted was that recipe. And yeah. Just so everybody knows, what are we what are we going to be publishing in the future? We're going to be publishing a recipe book. And what's it going to be called? Meals with, with the, the meals. That's right, and we have about 30 recipes um, that are original recipes that we're going to be sending out, 
And, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, but tonight I fixed chicken enchiladas. What'd you think about them? I mean, yeah. I see a little bit on your lip. Yeah. Boy, I could not eat those fast enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, would you encourage people to fix this recipe? Oh, yes. Yes, I would. And yeah, I mean, they caught, were just yeah. right. They were yeah. just right. I mean, they were a little bit spicy, yeah. but to me, they were just right. Yeah, see what you have to look forward to. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Get her to cooking for you, Robert, and you'll weigh 500 pounds before you know it. So. <laughs> That's right. Well, in all, in all honesty, they're called spicy chicken sour cream enchiladas. Mm-hmm. And, and your uh, recipe, honey. Yeah, and so we'd really love for you to have that. And uh, you're here before long, we'll have the recipe book out. So. Well, Amy, we need to wrap this up. So we're going to put the ball in your court. And if there were anything that you wanted to say or things that you would want to say to the single gals out there to encourage them, what would those things be? Um, that there is um, there is hope, mm-hmm. you know, and to not um, to not to not uh, take it upon yourself to make it happen. Um, let it happen um, when God wants it to happen, um, and you'll see that it'll it'll be uh, it'll be an experience that you would I mean that you will be glad that you waited for, mm-hmm. you know. So. Get up, all you singles, and get up and right. just keep going and pressing in and get into this cocoon and get close to God and and uh, you'll you'll get out of that cocoon and fly like a butterfly. <laughs> well, Amy, what what would you say the uh, is the first thing you need to do um, to change your life? Would that be maybe to give your life to Christ? Um, yes, um, and mm. I would highly recommend um, getting a getting a mentor so you can go through this this life together and and uh and that's the only way that's going to work have accountability have accountability that's right well there may be people out there today amy that that don't know christ they're listening to this and go you know what i'd really like to have what this amy girl has this amy isham who's this chick you know so like she's really getting it all together but you know honey there's going to be some listening that are uh, envious they're, yes. they're jealous they've got too much self-hatred or they've got one more thing that they thought they've conjured up in their head no i'm just gonna try this one more thing and i know that's when mr wright's gonna come along i know if i just try this one thing mm-hmm. what would you say to that well i just say you know what stop trying to impress okay and 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 press on towards jesus Get your okay. mind renewed be open yes. to what she just said that's right. And be so be willing to listen. Absolutely. Be willing to listen. So because what you're doing is not working. And yeah. that's the definition of insanity. Continuing to do the same thing thinking that there's gonna be change. Right, exactly. And and the other thing that I would tell definitely tell singles is to um have humility, mm-hmm. you know. Um because I see you know, I see a lot of singles that don't and they're stuck. And the only way they're going to get out of it is if they um, have humility and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, take that, that leap. Right. You know. Just to be open and Just honest. Just to be open and honest. Mm-hmm. About what's going on in your head. Right. That's exactly. Right. thinking. Right. Exactly. Well, Amy, would you like um, uh, me to maybe pray for some people that, that maybe they don't know Christ? That maybe would, you know, need to give their life to, to him today? You know, and and by doing that, they can they can have take that first step, that first step to going forward. And I know this is Amy. Is there somebody that's on your heart? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. 
I, I'd like to pray for my dad. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'd like I'd like to pray for my dad. Absolutely. Okay. We're going to open this invitation up to everyone who's listening around the world. Right. Including your dad. Right. And so. Okay. Spirit's really moving in here. Yeah, we do pray for Amy's father. Mm -hmm. And uh, we pray for everyone who's listening. That if you don't know Jesus, we ask that you would give your life to him today. Mm -hmm. Please. Take a look at what he's done in your daughter. He's done an awesome transformation in Amy. And she loves you. We love everyone around this in the world that is listening to this podcast. And we're so grateful to her dad because he yes. gave her life. He brought her into the world. Absolutely. He's, he, you know, Amy loves, loves her dad, her earthly father. She loves him. But she wants to continue that into eternity. Mm-hmm. So anyone who's listening to this podcast, who's been touched, and I don't know how you couldn't be by this testimony. Today is October the 14th, 2014. Your first step to getting well, and that's to accept Jesus. So if you would, we are accept, please accept this invitation and say this prayer after us. Lord Jesus, we love you. We thank you, Father, for who you are. We know that you died on the cross, that you rose on the third day. And because of that cross, you say, if I ask you from a sincere heart to forgive me, you will forgive me of my sins. Lord, please forgive me of my sins. Father, thank you for transforming me. Thank you for allowing me to be your child. In Jesus' name, amen. Everyone who did pray that prayer, um, we would love for you to uh, uh, comment on Facebook and and let us know that you've accepted Christ as your Savior. And we'd love to be st- to start praying for you. We are prayer partners that we'd love to give your name to and pray for you. And we also want you to go to Amy's Facebook page. Yes. Amy, how would they locate your Facebook page? Well, they they would just um, definitely um, go under Amy Isham. I-S-H-A-M, and they could find me. Okay, and you can comment to Amy on our Facebook page, or you can email Amy at amy at livingitup.org. That's right. That's awesome. Well, Amy, this has been awesome. Um, uh, I can't say enough how much we appreciate you being our guest today. I'm honored to be but, the first yeah, guest. Yeah. <laughs> but in all honesty, we are honored that you are here, and uh, we're honored that you're a sister. Mm-hmm. And we love you. Thank you. Okay. Well, it seems like I'm the only one that's got dry eyes in here, and that's because I'm having to do so much of the technical stuff. But this has been a blessing. And yeah. The Holy Spirit really moved in here, and we asked it him sure to. Did. And uh, we just pray everybody is, that listened is blessed. And until we talk to you tomorrow, and until Ro- you hear from Robert on next Testimony Tuesday, which mm. will be October 21st. October the 21st. Keep living it up. While beginning again. While doing what, Amy? Beginning again. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs)